This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Ancient of days, eternal rock of ages, mighty man of war. I am that I am. I bless you, Father. You are a merciful and a kind God. Thank you for all you did for us yesterday, first service, second service, even for the praise that we had in the evening to appreciate you for the seven days of prayer and fasting. And here we are again this morning, you sustain us over the night and our family. We did not receive emergency call over the night. This is your doing and it's marvelous in our sight. Thank you for the strength and wisdom to serve you. Two days before you order our step, renew our strength. Everyone you have ordained, Father, to be here this morning, every distraction, every withholding from hell, I command such distraction, such withholding to, to give way right now, even for the release of God's people in the name of Jesus. Angel of go and converse multitude of souls, even to this morning's uh, revival hour, and even to the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. Save so all that we have to do this week is before you order our step, all the programs, Father, do mighty thing. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. This morning, God is going to be talking on to us on the topic, waiting on God. Waiting on God. Waiting on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord. Now, our main scripture is going to be one. And we're going to have some examples to look at in the scripture. Um, turn your Bible with me to Proverbs 22. Proverbs 22. I mean, Proverbs 20, verse 22. Proverbs 20, 22. Proverbs 20, 22. If you are there, shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, Proverbs 2022, 20, an inheritor, I mean, uh, uh, say not thou, I will recompense evil, but wait on the Lord, and he shall save this. I read it again. Say not thou, I will recompense evil, but wait on the Lord. Tell your neighbor, wait on the Lord. Or mute your devices and tell your neighbor with confidence, say, wait on the law. Wait on the law. Tell your neighbor, wait on the law. Wait on the law. Tell your neighbor, wait on the law. Wait on the law. Hallelujah. So he said, wait and it shall save thee. Brethren, waiting which can also be likened to being patient. Um, it's one of the virtues every believer must possess, to wait. Now, waiting does so many things in our life. There are immense blessings to waiting. Waiting is one of the tools I have come to understand that God uses to develop many things in us. If you tell your son or your daughter, I will buy a bicycle for you, but you did not say when. 
And the child keep coming. When are you buying the bicycle, daddy? Very soon. When will you buy the bicycle? I say very soon. And it comes the third time. When you will, will you buy the bike? I, I said it to you two times, very, very soon. Then the next question will come to you. How soon is soon? Well, how soon? Well, the soon can be now, it can be tomorrow, can be next tomorrow. Now, so we will look at the blessings that come with waiting and then we are going to look at waiting from two perspectives. Number one, we are looking at waiting as waiting for the Lord's return. Waiting for the Lord's return, for the Lord coming of Jesus Christ, waiting, waiting on the Lord. And then we look at the second perspective, waiting for the manifestations of our desires. There are two ways you can look at waiting on the Lord. Waiting for the Lord to come back again into this world. But while we are waiting, what must we do? What can we learn? And then waiting. I don't know what you, what the Lord was, you know, uh, you are trusting the Lord for. Maybe the moment you heard this, this exhortation line this morning, maybe something hit your mind. God is telling you to wait. Don't know what that means to you, but wait. Waiting, wait on the Lord. When you wait on the Lord, he will save you. So let's look at um, quickly the benefit of waiting. And then we touch on our first aspect this morning. So when we have this general understanding of why we should wait, on the law, then it helps us. Now, the, the first one here is patient. Waiting, when we wait on the Lord, our patience is developed in the process. When you learn to wait on God, your patience is developed. Some of us are too hasty. We have this, this this desire to, to always get this done, get this done, get this done, get this done, everything, everything. You just want them in the in the in succession. But when we wait on the Lord, He develops our patience. Turn your Bible with me to Job chapter 14 from verse 7. I read Job 14 from verse 7. For there is hope of a tree if it be cut down and it will sprout again and that the tender branch thereof will not cease. Though the root therefore wax old in the earth and the stalk therefore die, yet through the scent of water it will bud and bring forth buds like plant. Man, but man dies and wasted away. Yeah, man give up the ghost and where he is. Now, it, it, but let's jump to let's jump to verse 14 because of our time. If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. 
till my change come. So this was Job. Job was saying that he was going to wait until his changes comes. He, had, he will wait. So waiting develops our patience. Some of us, because you want everything done, you want this done. God doesn't work by our timetable. He has his own timetable. And so when we learn to wait on him, in the process, we work, our patience is developed. Uh, waiting also, it's a way of building our faith. Our faith is built up in the process of waiting on the law. That is number two. When we wait on him, our faith is built up. We also see that when you wait on God, waiting on God develops good characters in you. You know, many of us, when we go to stores, we lack zero patience to join the queue, which should not be so. Now, waiting helps to build good character in us. Maybe you are expecting something from God right now. You have trusted him for many years. You have asked him in prayer, but you have to wait. Wait until the Lord saves you, as we read from our anchor scripture. So waiting develops good character. Now, waiting also builds our test, our desire for God. In the process, you see that you just want to hear. You just want to wait. You just want to know what he's saying. You want to know when he's going to answer you. Maybe you're single. You're waiting on God to, to, you know, to confirm maybe your marital life, many things. Waiting on God is very, very essential. Waiting on God is a period, is an, is an incubation period. You know, when you look at a farmer plant, um, you know, when a farmer plant is seed, it's not a question of whether the farmer is patient or not. He has to wait. Because if you plant mango tree, he has to probably wait maybe three, five, maybe five years. I'm not sure about that. But people in nine to agriculture will tell us how long it takes for a mango tree to, to produce fruit, good fruit. If, if, if you plant uh, purple or you plant uh, maybe apple, you might have to wait a long year. Now, if you plant maize, you wait, you don't need to wait that much. The waiting period probably probably be around three months or even with here, technology and the, the science and many things. So now, so waiting. Waiting is an incubation period. Your miracles is being developed. Your spiritual muscle is also developed. Your capacity to, to understand the ways of God is enhanced when you wait on God, waiting on the law. We want it now. We live in a generation where people want it now. This is the way I want it. I want it now, 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 now. And that's why we have things like hamburger. We have all this drive-through. The concept of drive-through drive is, to, is to help people, don't get me, just listen, is to help people uh, to avoid waiting. But I want you to know, they're actually not helping people. They are killing patients and people. The concept of all the microwave food restaurants we have today, it has not helped matters. But as believers, remember, even though we live in the world, we are not of the world, and that's why God is preparing us. 
that we need to develop the attitude, the habit of waiting until he comes and rain down righteousness on us. I remember in those days, I will wait on God, even till now, I will wait on God until he answers my prayer. I will wait on God. If I wait on him, whether in prayer and fasting, if he did not answer, I will again, I will set another, I said, I'm going to wait until I see this miracle. So brethren, where, is, where are those virtues in Christians today? To people today, when they wait for God in three days, seven days, or one month, and they say, God, God did not show up. They say, ah, well, I'm just going to see, you know, to go with that second alternative. No, no. That means you are not a trustworthy child of God. Yes, because if you're a trustworthy child, you will wait. The story was told, uh, um, it was a movie. How uh, in this movie, um, the, the ground was about to, uh, a, a dad and his son, uh, they went on the, um, actually, I remember I watched that movie. No, so it was a movie I watched myself. Um, the dad and the son, they went for an event in a stadium. And so, and in the process of watching, then not knowing that terrorists have plugged, um, you know, have plugged some things to, to, to detonate on the stadium to, to destroy people's lives. We will not walk in the path of destruction in the name of Jesus. We come against any form of terrorist activity in our city, in our province, in our nation, all over the world in the name of Jesus. So, you know, and, and but then the lesson there is this. The dad will walk more or less like a firefighter. So he rescues people. He takes interest in it. Uh, but then the question he has is his child with him. And he, he, you know, he's also trying to walk his way to find where the bomb is. And then at the end of the day, he told this, the son, he said, wait on this spot for me. That even if the, that even if the son noticed that the building, the spot where he was standing, that the stadium want to collapse on his head. He told the son, wait. A boy of about probably nine or 10 years. He said, wait on this spot. Do not move. Don't follow somebody else. Those were the instructions of his father. And the father told him, I'm going to see how to rescue everybody. I'm going to see how I can go and you know, cancel that bomb. And so the child was there. Everybody was panicking, running, running, etter scatter. This boy was still waiting. He was waiting until the building was already collapsing. People were already dying and a lot of things. But this boy was there. Just then when the building was about hitting his own head to kill the boy, all of his, if that was close by, he was already running towards the boy, wounded, and he grabbed the boy by force. He just grabbed him and the boy escaped there. But the lesson is this, is that the boy waited. Brethren, when farmers plant their maize, their, their crops, they wait. So you must wait. Wait on God. There is great reward. When we wait on God, he saves us. Waiting period is, an, is, is also is a time where we are delivered from hastiness and error. We are delivered from our own will. We are delivered from our own inner desires. 
Remember, sometimes we want something is not the will of God for our life. We don't even know what we want. So sometimes some things we say, I want this, I want this. It's not what God wants for us. So when we wait, when we learn to wait, particularly even in this season as we're talking about uh, even marriage, uh, talking about marriage, particularly for our young brothers and sisters who are here to make a decision or who are trusting the Lord. You need to wait until God answers you. You need to wait until the journey is clear. You need to wait. You need to be very sure. It's not a guesswork. You need to wait until God rain down righteousness on you. And you see, God can answer you the first day you call upon him. But you know what? If God keeps answering us that way, one, we are going to lose respect for him. That's one. Number two, if God keeps answering us the way we want, if, he, if, the boy, if, you, if you ask him one day and he answers you immediately, you know what? You are going to be too familiar with him. If you God keep answering you that way, you might take him for your, for your playboy. That means somebody can send on error, but God is bigger than all that. So when we wait, God intentionally sometimes withhold himself. Not that he is the one behind the sin, but he withhold himself to see what we will do. So brethren, wait. Now, turn your Bible with me to the book of Matthew 25. So we're going to begin, um, and then we'll look at a few things in the next few minutes before we start praying. Uh, and then we'll continue from there when next, as the Lord gives us opportunity. Now, Matthew 25. Matthew 25. I'll read from verse 1. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamb and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise. May the Lord count you and I to be among the wise virgins that are waiting for the Lord in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want you to admit your device and say, Lord, make me wise. Lord, make me wise. Lord, make me wise. Lord, make me wise. Amen. And five were foolish. And they that were foolish took their lamb and took no oil with them. May the Lord deliver you from foolishness. May the Lord deliver me from foolishness. May the Lord deliver us from foolishness. We will not be foolish Christian in the name of Jesus. You know why we're praying that prayer? Yes, foolish Christians do not wait on God. Now, let's continue. Now, and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamb. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slept, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamb. And the foolish said unto the wife, Give us of your oil, for our lamb are gone out. Your lamb will not go out. My own lamp will not go out in the name of Jesus. Many, many lights are already out in the sight of God. But if you're in that category, in this revival hour, the Lord will restore your lamp in Jesus' name. The Lord will restore your lamp in Jesus' name. Now, but the wise answered, saying, 
not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourself. And while and while they, they, they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. We'll pause here for today. We'll continue some other time from this same scripture. Now, this is our first case study, and this is the first perspective on this exhortation line, waiting on the Lord's return. Brethren, Jesus is coming back again. And because he's coming back again, we are in a waiting period. Many people have been discouraged. They have left the faith. Some say they don't think Jesus is coming again. Some say if he's going to come, uh, well, he should have come by now. That was what our fathers told us. That was what my great, 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 great grandmother said to, to, to my dad, said to my parents, said to my this, said to my now. They told me the same thing. No. If Jesus was going to come again, why is all this thing happening? Brethren, you must wait on the Lord's return. And while waiting on the Lord's return, you must be wise. That's one of the things we saw here. What does being wise mean? It means so many things. You joining revival every morning is a sign that you are wise, and I congratulate you. Yes, congratulate you and your household. It's a sign that you are wise. When we devote ourselves to prayer, when we devote ourselves to doing what they eat, the, the bidding of God, instead of following our own flesh, we are wise. When we decide not to pay evil for evil, we are wise. When we decide to pay our titan offering, we are wise. When we decide to take the word of God as it is, we are wise. When we allow to mix with faith in our heart, we are wise. I tell you, you are wise when you wait on God. So brethren, the Lord's return is at hand. I don't want you to lose focus. We must not lose focus. We must wait on him. I'd like you to bow down your head this morning. Are you here this morning or joining us anywhere you may be? And you, you don't have Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to know that this same Jesus will come back again. It will be like a dream of the night. And if you have accepted him, then I want you to know that then you are in the line of, 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 of being raptured with him when he comes back again. So if you are here this morning, you want to accept Jesus or you've accepted, but you turn back, I'd like you to repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I accept you today as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, Lord Jesus, fill me with the Holy Ghost. Help me to wait on you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, I pray for as many who might have prayed this prayer. Forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, you brethren, we are going to pray. You can write the prayer points down. We have about four minutes to write them, to pray them. And you can continue praying them right after now. Your first prayer point is to say, Father, Help me 
not to give up while waiting for your return in Jesus' name. Help me not to give up while waiting for your return. Yes, little thing can make somebody to give up. Say, Lord, help me not to give up. Help me, help me, help me. Discouragement is one of the tools of the devil. Discouragement is one of the things the devil is using now. Please say, Lord, help me not to give up. As a wife, as a husband, as you know, as a man, whatever. Say, Lord, help me not to give up while waiting on you. Prayer point number two. Father, help me. Help me to wait on you until my change comes. I will not seek alternative. Lord, help me to wait on you until my change comes. Maybe you are believing God for the salvation of soul of somebody. Don't give up. Help me to wait on you until my change comes. Number three, Father, uproot and separate me from anything that will distract me from losing I mean, from focusing on your on your kingdom. So I'll take that prayer point again. Father, uproot and separate from me anything that will distract me from focusing on heaven in the name of Jesus. Distraction is another tool. Distraction, where you are waiting, distraction. The devil can even use very close people to you. I'm telling you to distract you. He can use very, very close people, associate to distract you. Say, Lord Jesus, uproot and separate me from anything that will distract me from focusing on heaven. Number four, you're going to say, Father, please give me grace to wait for your return, to wait, to wait for your will. Give me grace to wait for your will. Is Give me grace to wait for your will. I receive grace this morning to wait for you. Your will, your will in marriage, your will financially. God is saying it will prosper. God is saying, I will prosper you. Wait for him. Don't, don't think of short call. God said, I will bless you. Wait for him. Wait for him. He said, you, you, I will prosper you in Canada. Any nation where you may be, wait on him. Wait, wait. So pray. I say, Father, give me the grace to wait for your will for my life. Give me the grace. Give me the grace. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. I want you to stretch forth your hand. Father, we thank you for this blessed morning. Thank you for your word that we should wait on you. We pray to wait on you. Lord Jesus, this morning I pray, even as we wait on the Lord's return, your, your return, please help us not to lose hope. Help us not to be discouraged. Help us, Lord, not to lose sight in the name of Jesus. Help us to remain focused on you. Help us, Lord, keep us from distraction. Keep us from anything that discourages in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for your children this morning. Father, whatever thing they are waiting on you for, whether in the aspect of their marriage, that you establish them, you prosper the work of their hands. Jesus, this morning, Please arise in your mercy and answer them all in the name of Jesus. Your waiting is over in the name of Jesus. I pray any form of delay that is not, is not, is not that God's hand is not involved. This morning, whatever eating that is delayed, this morning in the name of Jesus, I command such things to be released now in Jesus' name. Every glory.
serious thing you are believing God for, that God has approved, but you are here to get them. Receive them in Jesus' name. As we go in this way, there shall be no evil in our camp in the name of Jesus. It shall be good news galore in the name of Jesus. This week, we are going to high places in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus, the Lord will build your courage. He will build your patience. He will build your faith. He will build your trust in him in the name of Jesus. The grace to wait, receive in the name of Jesus. I pray for you. You will not pull out of the faith. You will not be discouraged out of the faith. Anyone wallowing in sin this morning, Father, please rescue them. Save their soul. In Jesus' name, we have prayed.